is today. Ooh. You know, I miss him. I miss him. But you He's know, doing it's the okay. songs that make the whole world sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry Manilow is going to be in the uh, Barry Manilow is going back to Madison Square Garden, which is pretty impressive, if you ask me. I mean, he's like, you know, I guess, well, I guess it, it's no longer the same where 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 performers now can perform till, you know, they drop dead on stage, uh, you know, basically, because look at the look at the look at the uh, Rolling Stones, for example. How old is Mick Jagger? Isn't he like 80, 90 years old, something like that? 80 something. Yeah, really, you know, really old. And he's, you know, and it's amazing how well that man looks and how he can move. I saw a video of his last performance. I know it's a couple of years ago, but still, man, for an old guy. And Paul McCartney just performed on the Rolling Stones new album that's coming up. So that's, I mean, to think that they're putting out a new album of new material, that's crazy. That's crazy. The band's been around, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something very humorous, okay? So the Beatles turned, what, 50, 60, something like that, you know, do your own research. Oh, by the way, welcome everybody to the uh, current event show, our current event show presented by uh, yours truly and Soundbroker. Anyway, um, and just remember everything you hear today is an opinion and congratulations to everyone who's participated. This is our 150th show, 150. That's pretty impressive. So uh, bravo and thanks for supporting us. So just remember everything you hear today is an opinion. Do your own research, you know, um, and have a good time. So anyway, um, it's just amazing to me that these musics that we're listening to now, the Beatles, which are, I don't know, 50, 60 years old, and Bo, who is from Thailand, when we go in and we listen to you, uh, YouTube music, and she chooses this classic stuff, and she loves it. And although she doesn't speak English perfectly, what she happens to love the most is the Beatles. And if you listen to the Beatles, you'll realize not only are they melodic in regards to their melody lines, but they use sounds such as ukukchu or na na na, you know, and because of that, she relates to it even more, and she loves that stuff, which is crazy. And she keeps saying, "Well, you like listening to this," and I said, "Baby, I've been listening for fifty something years. I I'm ready for a change, you know." But she seems to love it. So there you go. Any comments? No, it's nice to know that they're still popular. Yeah. You know, the the French part of Michelle is all just gibberish. None yes, that, I heard that too. Yes. None, yes, none yes, of that yes. is actually really anything. Well, if you've seen, if you if you saw Let It Be, I think that's what they're calling it. Let It Be. Yeah. Is that it? Let It Be, the uh, the Disney special with the guy that uh, the guy that directed it did the Lord of the Rings, I believe. That's what his claim to fame is. And he did, he, he took all these hours of video and edited them down and enhanced them. Peter Jackson. Did you, Peter Jackson, right. What a great job he did. And of course, it was done by Disney, which is part of the Fox Entertainment Group, which we are now a, uh, a subsidiary of. Uh, well, indirectly, we are, we are now an official supplier to Fox Entertainment. And that kind of like brings it all around in a circle because I started the company, Soundbroker, with Disney. And so now uh, we're back working with, uh, with, with Disney, which is great. I love it. You know, 26 years ago today, uh, 
Jan Landy taught the band to play. That's it, you know. So Wait a minute, you uh, said Fox though. Fox has nothing to do with Disney. No, Fox Entertainment is owned by Disney. Oh, Fox Entertainment, okay. Yeah, not Fox News, but speaking of Fox News, are you guys aware? I well, Wayne, you wouldn't be because you're in Australia, but they just the Dominion lawsuit is coming down next week, April 17th. And the judge just ruled today that everybody at that Fox Corporation has to testify live in court. And there's there's a really good possibility that they're going to be broadcasting this live. And it's amazing to me. Is it Murdoch from Australia? Yeah, I think he was originally from either Australia or or England. No, Australia. I think it comes from Australia. Because he's there you go. It's all your fault, Wayne. All yeah, your let's fault. send it back. Reagan gave him a special uh, citizenship so that he could own the multimedias that he does in America. They gave him a fast track to citizenship. Good old Reagan. I need or to Mark. send him back so Wayne can set him straight. But here's the deal. Rupert Murdoch, listen to this. You're speaking to Rupert Murdoch. So he's going to have to go on the air. He's going to have to go in the trial. And he's already been recorded as saying, and this is it. He says, it's not about the black and the white. It's about the green. You know, so I'm going to give my audience whatever they want to hear. I don't care if it's true or not. Now, so it's amazing to me that news, I really think that they should strip that title from Fox uh and and it just should be fox entertainment well they can't use fox entertainment because they sold it so they have to you know um you know they have to come up with some sort of french word or something that will uh you know will will basically be fox bullshit you know be faux, just remember that's my fox. opinion yeah faux fox yeah faux fox, fox. Yeah. that's good there you go there you go good good one kurt good one uh, but basically, you know, did you hear this? So Rupert, Rupert Murdoch just ended his engagement with uh, Ann Leslie Smith. So this guy is 92 years old and he was going to he was going to get married to this woman. And I think she's in her like 40s or 60s, something like that. Do your own research. But uh, unfortunately, everything's going wrong for Rupert right now. So uh, but uh, they are going to be testifying. Uh, and I just don't know what I don't know what you guys think, but they're going to have to go to court. Like, for example, uh, Tucker Carlson, he's on record now. They've got him. They got his emails. They got his text saying that he hated Trump and he didn't believe a word he said. And now he's going to have to go on air and actually say that. I wonder if his audience is going to care. Don't know. And evidently nobody in the room does either. Well, hey, nobody cares about, you know, Trump's audience doesn't care about anything that, that he says. So what the hell? Yeah. But here's the here's the other thing. And of course, he's been indicted now. He's been indicted. Now he is, uh, you know, now there's criminal charge charges against him actually filed. Um, and uh, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. The first time in the history of the United States that a former president or a president, for that matter, uh, has been indicted on criminal charges of felonies, you know, multiple felonies, 34. Yeah, actually. but nothing happens until so, December, so. Just well, that's not true, David. There's going to be things happening right now. Like one of the things that they're working on right now well, from the Trump side is I just just uh, read uh, from Maggie Haberman of the of the Times is that he wants the judge replaced. So he their, their team is working on getting the judge to recuse themselves 
uh, by really despicable means, um, you know, uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, it could be a ruling quicker than that because the judge, because the judge said, "Hey, look, let's be let's be civil on what you say now in the you know out in public," and then the first the the, the not even hours later, uh, his first conference, he's basically <clears throat> belittling the judge and his judge's family, and and so um, we'll see if there's a gag order on this guy. But we'll who knows. But that's basically been taking up a lot of the oxygen in the air on on the news medium. And, and because of that, I have to say, laughter is the best medicine for everything. Did you know, I mean, and if you can disagree with me, that's okay, but I believe this to be true, that laughter, to cause someone else to laugh, is the only emotion that you could bring out or the only action from another person that you, can, that you cannot bring out by force or any other way. A person has to willingly want to laugh to make them laugh. And basically, well, what do you guys think about that? That's true. You mean, are we talking about laughter is contagious? No, I'm saying that you can't force somebody to laugh. Okay. You could I mean, force them to be in pain, you could force them to cry, you could force them to yell or scream, uh, but you can't make them laugh. There's nothing you could do. You, what about tickling? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, interesting thing. Let's do our own Google research. We'll need a volunteer to see if we could tickle somebody into laughing. That's it. Uh, I'll call Bo. Get in here. You know. That's it. You know. So anyway, all kidding aside. Hey. Um. But laughter is a therapy for the mind and the body. It produces emotions, positive emotions that lead to the kind of flourishing of feelings such as amusement, happiness, myth, and joy. And, uh, you know, it really, I mean, basically, it changes the molecules in your body. Uh, and it, it causes only, I mean, I remember this, Vince Appeal, nobody else will remember him, but he had cancer. And then to cure himself, he just watched hours and hours of, of sitcoms and comedy and read comedy books. And he laughed himself to, to, uh, to good health. So keep laughing. Keep laughing is what I would say. Uh, anybody have any comments on that? I think it's pretty good. I get up in the morning and watch um, little cartoon things, or I'll I'll uh, get onto YouTube and watch. Um, and it just um, I definitely think it makes you uh, less stressed if you um, you know I watch a bit of um, Leghorn. You know what's his name? The the big chook. Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, that's him. I say, boy, <laughs> and uh, I watch. <laughs> And I watch, uh, I, I, you know, any of that. and then I might go on and even watch silly stuff like you'll watch uh, people have got footage of animals doing unusual things like cows or chooks or it's just, it's just, uh, it relaxes the mind. I, for some others, it might, it might not relax mind, but it certainly uh, relaxes me in the morning while I'm eating my breakfast. But it's really uh, contagious. Does Rupert Murdoch make it to 92 because he's been laughing his way to the bank? <laughs> Very possible. Very possible. I mean, the guy is hugely wealthy. I haven't counted his money lately, but, uh, you know, I, I hear that he's got, you know, well, he's got more money than I do. I know that for sure, just because he could fly in a private jet and I can't, you know. How did he make his I, money? I never followed his career. How did he make, because he was wealthy when he left Australia. 
I he, believe that he started off uh, by going to England and buying the Star. I think that was his first investment. I think yeah. he bought the Star newspaper. He uh, also you know, did the uh, satellite TV uh, network or whatever it's called. Media thing. Was he connected to Alan Bond? He was another fellow that was in that, would be in that age group. He was a um, mega wealthy fellow. I don't know if he still is, but. He, he was Alan. I thought they were connected somewhere. There was a group of people that were connected, um, and I, but I never followed it. They, I'm not really a, a follower of um, of that. But you know, Jan, going back to you know the the performers that get into their late teen, uh, late seventies, and uh, I think it's fantastic. I often wonder if you went to um, say Angus Young when he was seventeen and eighteen. And they were, and ACDs were flying around. You asked him, when I'm 66, I can go and perform around the world and sell out. Wonder what they would have said. Would you think they th would have thought that was possible? Or any of the artists? I don't think anybody thought, well, in those days, you didn't really have a, 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 um, a very long career. Uh, you only had a certain, a certain, well, but I, I venture to disagree because the heroes of the Stones and Mick and Keith and the Beatles and all those guys were all the, the blues players and stuff. And those guys like Muddy Waters and all those guys and Lightning Hopkins, they all played until they die. You know, there was no retirement. They, the, the Beatles and the Stones, their heroes weren't pop stars. Their heroes were country and blues artists that, that paved the way for all of that stuff. And those guys played till they dropped dead in the club because they had to. They didn't make any money. They didn't have any other way to feed themselves except to go play their play, all the time. play their show until they couldn't function anymore. So for the Stones, for Mick and Keith, it's completely normal, I think, for them to be out doing their thing well into being great grandparents. Because those yeah. guys were their heroes. They were their role models. Oh, I totally agree. But I was just wondering whether they would think when they started, would they be that successful for so many years? Because I think anyone that starts and wants to be just a straight musician, and that's all they want to do, they'd love to do it till they drop. But well, I, I, th there was nothing like the the worldwide success of the Beatles or the Stones until the Beatles and the Stones. There was not no model for them to base anything on. So I I can't imagine they would have ever considered that it would happen because it, they were the first to do it. First. Well, actually, I would disagree with you. I think that the first one to really do that was Elvis Presley. Uh, well, actually, before that was Frank Sinatra. So basically, Frank Sinatra begat Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley begot the Beatles, and then the rest is history. Yeah, I think Sinatra is a good point. Elvis Presley was hugely successful and popular for a certain amount of time and then became sort of a dog and pony show novelty act, basically. Well, here's the interesting thing. His career before was nowhere Frank near Sinatra as long as the song. Before Frank Sinatra came along, it was always, and David, David, I, I'll bring you in on here. It was always the band leaders that were the famous ones. You know, the band leaders, the orchestras, they they were the 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 stars. Yeah. And and the backup vocalists were not. Frank Sinatra was the first one to go ahead of, let's say, Tommy Dorsey. And all of a sudden, people wanted to see Frank Sinatra more than Tommy Dorsey. And it was because of him that he came out in front of the rest of the rest of the orchestra that was he was able to get such success. And then because of what he did, 
it was able, Elvis Presley was able to come along. And because of Elvis Presley coming along, it allowed the Beatles to come along. Well, Frank Sinatra was the first pop star. Yeah, first front man. He's the first so one. There you have it. Front. <clears throat> and that, that's and it. That's a good show title, too. The first teen idol. The first teen idol, interestingly enough, was uh, Ricky Nelson. Yep. Because of the TV show. Which TV fun. show? The Ozzy and Harriet show. Aha, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, and speaking of and speaking of Ozzy and Harriet, that old family, that family type of ethic show, I want to wish everybody a happy Easter and a happy Passover. Passover is going on right now. So uh, whatever you whatever whatever you celebrate in that way, I want to wish you a happy holiday. Um, also, I want to say that the Pope is okay. He left the hospital and uh, in his inevitable being, he said, hey, I'm still alive, folks, you know, and he, then he put on that puffer jacket to show that it wasn't really artificial intelligence, you know, so there you go. Um, also, today is the 5th of April. And um, I want to do a call out to a friend of David and mine, who's today, if he was alive, would be 72 years old, and that would be Michael Gladstone. So may he rest in peace. Yep. Dave, you want to say anything? No, man, I miss Michael. He was a great guy, talented, and uh, controversial. <laughs> to say the least, to say the least, you know, Either talented man, man, very talented man that basically, you know, as uh, as we all agree, we are all our own worst enemy. And in his case, that was absolutely a fact. Yeah, he either loved him or hated him, or both. <laughs> yep. And uh, another thing is, is that interesting? Today is the 50th anniversary of the barcode. So, uh, you know, everybody's, everybody's using barcodes these days. Yeah. Um, it's a laser-powered technology that revolutionized major industries because now we, uh, now, now we have the ability to, you know, scan something and know what it is just by the barcode, which is really cool. I mean, Kurt, do you use barcodes in your, in your inventory? Not yet, but we really need to. That's, That's definitely it. on the horizon. Yeah, um, and especially if you go into if you go into the into your local tavern, I think they have barcodes inside the tavern as well. That's no shirt, uh, no shoes, no service. That's right, no shoes, no shirt, no service. That's it. So, um, speaking of no shoes, no shirt, no service, I just read an interesting article. Do you guys know who Kelly Clarkson is? Sure. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson, right? So basically. She was just ordered by the courts to pay child support to her husband, even though she has she she has primary custody of the kids. He only gets them on every other weekend, and she has to give him, check this out, $45,601 a month for child support, even though the guy is only gets them temporarily for on rare occasions, you know, like once a week, once every other week. And, and basically the reason being, I was shocked to find out that this woman makes like a million point five a month, 
It was just released in court papers. She's making a 1.5 million a month. Kelly Clarkson, can you believe it? Well, yeah, she's got her own TV show. She's got a very successful TV show, a talk show, and she's got record sales. And she was the first winner of American Idol. I would venture that her his attorneys were able to successfully argue that she needs to pay him enough to have the kids in his custody be supported in the lifestyle to which they are accustomed to. Right. Well, actually, he didn't have to because California law. It's because even though they got the, even <clears throat> because they got married in California, the the law in California most of the time the parent who spends the most of the time with the kids will be the parent who receives support. However, in cases of extreme income disparity, like Kelly and her husband, the formula will require the higher earner to pay, and basically she makes one point five million and he makes ten thousand. Uh, a month, so she's got to pay him the difference. Well, the kid's got to be in a house that's got a nanny and a playroom, and a, you know he's got to have a house commensurate with her house. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Doesn't feel odd, man. I wouldn't mind being. I mean, that is like to me, that's a lot of money to give away to somebody who's only got the kids for a little while. It's it's a hard to comprehend earning that sort of money, like a million dollars or forty five thousand dollars. A month it's just it it becomes hard to comprehend <laughs> you know i used to i used to relate to that but now that i'm making that kind of money every day uh you know it's really it's it's you know you get used to it i have to tell you Wayne, you just get used to it <laughs> i'm sure you can get i'm sure you can get very used to it but it would just money becomes <clears throat> no object then does it uh, evidently, you know, there are people out there, there are people out there that 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 can never rest, you know, there's no answer for them. What is enough? How much is enough? You know, and those people, you know, like, for oh. example, a guy like Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, you know, it, 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 even though he's got he, he says he's got everything he wants, he's still out there making money every day. And it's a symbol of what you do where you make money, whereas people, there are other people in the world that are happy with a certain amount and they don't really care. You know, once you've got enough to survive and you know, you, 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 you have a roof over your head, you're able to eat, you have a car to drive if you need to drive around or money for the subway or, or transportation, you know, and to take care of yourself, uh, then that's a lot, that's in most cases, that's enough, you know? I mean, look at you. I just think it's comfortable living, but there's nothing wrong with having extra, extra, extra spondabadoolies to spend. And but you also, I suspect, I suspect when you've got that amount of income coming in, you scale up what you spend, so because you know it's coming in every month. Yeah. Well, look at look at Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. I mean, here's a good example, right? Um, I knew I was going to squeeze this story in somehow. So Gwyneth Paltrow w was on a uh, was skiing. And someone either bumped into her or she bumped into somebody and a lawsuit for millions of dollars transpired and she countersued for one dollar because she didn't need the money. So That's she countersued for one dollar and she ended up winning. But here's the story. This guy, the, 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 the optometrist who sued her, said that you know, she bumped into him, caused him great grief. At, at high speeds, but according to what I read, it happened on a bunny slope. 
How is that possible that you could have great speed on a bunny slope? I ask what a bunny slope is. You, you can't. Kurt, <laughs> you're a skier, right? Uh, not so much lately, but yeah. Bunny slope is where the kids just start learning and there's a little tiny rope toe to get you up to 50 feet to the top of the five degree hill. You can't, get up, you can't get up to speed. Uh, uh, very good. Normally yeah, there's, there's no just way. a bunch of there's three no year olds way. on the bunny slope. Yeah. Ken, who's, do you ever do any skiing? Well, first of all, who's on the bunny slope? Hold on, uh, David, you interrupted. Ken, Ken, did you do uh, any skiing? Uh, about 25 years ago. <laughs> now, did you see Gwyneth Paltrow while you were up there? No, but I was on uh, in Heavenly one time, and we're just hiking. It was in in August, and a bunch of us were walking through the, one of the trails, and I said, "Any idea where the uh, Sunny Bono Memorial Tree is?" And everybody just stopped and looked at me. <laughs> Harrison Ford is known side. to be hiking over there. It's on the Nevada side, the Sunny Bono Tree of Heavenly. That's what started everybody wearing helmets. That's literally the start of the whole thing for skiing. I know the huh. run that he was on. I know pretty much where the tree was too. That's an interesting thing. You know, I had my major accident in Heavenly um, as well that changed my whole life, uh, uh, Heavenly Valley on the Nevada side. I was, but uh, that's another story. But here we are today, thanks to that sound broker. You know, welcome. Um, hey, David, David, if you know where the tree is, don't you think you should share it? I did. It's on the Nevada side. I can picture. Come on. I can picture where it was. I just don't remember the name of the run because I haven't been there in so many years. Upper Orion. What's this? The Upper, Upper Oregon, Oregon Trail. No, this is Heavenly Valley in Tahoe. In Tahoe, Orion. Yeah. That's where the tree is on the Nevada side. Upper Orion. Or, or, Orion. O R I O. Orion. Yeah. I'm yeah. Orion. Orion. That's okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe well, what's Google going and... on up there right now as far as the weather goes? I mean, how much snow does Heavenly have? I mean, how much how much snow is there in, in Northern California? Well, today they just announced that Squaw Valley, which is now Palisades, is going to be open until July for the first time. So that's wow. how much they have. <laughs> so and May and June for sure in Heavenly. And uh, I don't remember the third one, maybe Kirkwood. But and Mammoth is going to have July 4th, but they have had July 4th many, many times. I don't think that uh, Heavens and the Tahoe Resorts ever have. Yeah. So that's how much there is. The most snow I've ever seen when I went is up in Klamath Falls, Oregon. And I'd never seen this before, but the both sides of the road, the snow banks were over... I don't know, 20 feet high, and you drive, drive through this, the, the, they cut out a road in snow. It's just amazing how high the snow can get. Yeah, I think they said uh, the 65 feet in Squaw Valley right now. Yeah, and they do ski in the summer. In Klamath Falls, they could ski all the way into August. So if you're a skiing buff, Klamath Falls, Oregon, I'm sure up, uh, I'm sure up, um, up by where you are, Kurt, um, in, in Cal well, you're actually in Washington, but then right above you is Canada. And I know they have a lot of uh, skiing up there as well, yeah. outside of Vancouver. Yeah, there's a bunch of, I mean, we just went to Whistler a couple months ago and 
So that's actually the last time I skied. Um, and there's Silver Star. There's a bunch of great stuff up there. And we've got plenty of it here, too. I mean, you don't have to leave Washington to ski for, by any means. I could be on the slopes in an hour from now. That's cool. Yeah, well, you, you don't have the time. If, if you're skiing in June or July, it's swimming weather. So you're skiing in bathing suits. And you're skiing in spring snow, which is not, you know, not powder. It's kind of slushy. We don't usually get that. But we, it ends about, uh, yeah, I mean, if it makes it to April, that would be pretty surprising usually. Mm -hmm. Well, spring skiing in Tahoe, they definitely strip down where girls are wearing sports bras and, you know, nothing on top, that kind of thing. It's warm. Uh, could you give me that address, David? Just let's give me that address where to go. Uh, Maybe that's what Sonny was looking at when he hit the tree. Probably so. Probably so. Anyway, what do you think about these storms right now that are going through the country? And more or less, wow, 48 yeah. people were injured in the Apollo Theater. Did you guys hear this thing? Ken, what have you have you heard anything about that? The roof in the Chicago Apollo Theater just blew off and uh, one person died and 48 people were injured? No, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, Polestar reported that. I heard it on all the, na the national news as well. But was that's crazy. Can you imagine being in a building, watching a concert, and the roof was, pops off? Was it Chicago or somewhere else? Uh, Belvedere, Illinois. Wow. Yeah, it was in throw, Illinois. We'll throw the link in the chat. Uh, Polestar is reporting it. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Just the roof came off. There was some footage of um, uh, storms that went through the, the bottom down in Louisiana and across uh, US. That was about last week. I couldn't, it, everything was destroyed. And there was- Oh, it's had a couple of weeks of that right now and coming across here. It's just when we, when we go from like, you know, highs of like 34, 35 degrees and the next day it's oh. high of 80 degrees, that kills us. Let me ask you, Ken, in, the, in, in Nashville, I never, you know, I don't think about cold weather. What does get down that cold and what's what, you know, what does it normally be like in Las Vegas? It'll get cold in the, at night, but then in, in, by the time you wake up, it starts to warm. Like last last time I was in Vegas for the for the winter, I didn't even have to pull out a winter coat. And in the. Uh, we probably have about eight to 10 days a year that it doesn't get over freezing or much above freezing. Uh, but we have had this year, we had something, we had a couple nights that got way down below zero and I lost a bunch of plants in my front yard, uh, in my shrubbery. So I'm gonna have to fix them this summer, but yeah, it's, um, it's around, but a lot of times when we have those big fluctuates, when it, when it, when it goes from night at 32 degrees and goes up to 80, you know, or in the seventies, that's when you have possibility for a lot of storms. Yeah. You know, it's interesting about that. You know, what I found out, do you, are you guys familiar with water in pipes? Has anybody had any pipes break? Yeah, sure. Tahoe. Well, what happens is that the water freezes at 32 degrees, but it has to expand. So if it's in a pipe and the pipe is strong enough, the water can't expand. So it won't go below 32 degrees until it gets to a point that it gets so cold, then when it gets down to like, let's say 25 degrees, the, the instant it gets to 25 degrees or the pipe will allow it, 
it instantaneously drops to that level of of degree so it goes from 32 immediately to 25 and boom it just pops out and that's how it breaks the pipes it's instant expansion instant I, I, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I was watching him on, uh, on YouTube shorts. He was explaining it. He, he's a fascinating guy. Uh, you guys ever, uh, do you guys watch any of these shorts or the TikToks or any of that stuff? I highly recommend against it. It's very addictive. And Wayne, the Australian government just banned TikTok from all government, uh, employee phones. Is that right? There you go. So, you knew something before I did. <laughs> yeah, so don't 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 go to work for the government if you got TikTok on your phone. There you go. I'm All right, just then. We'll come back to that in a minute. But uh, I also wanted to talk to you, David, talking about storms and houses. What's going on in California? How could they just do what they're doing and just say, "All right, now there's going to be a tax on wealthy homes"? Well, they just raised the tax. As a matter of fact, Brad Pitt just sold his house in Los Feliz for $36 million and it just closed. Well, it's, it's, it's after April 1st, so the tax is in, but it closed just before April 1st and he ended up saving $1.8 million in taxes because he got it in before this new tax law. But it's wow. only for homes over, over 10 or $20 million. It's not like for you and me. Oh, well then all I could say is screw those people, them, damn them. There you go. They're nice to look at, though. You know, they're they're nice to look at, those homes. Some of them are really, really nice to look at. I thought it was all homes over a million dollars of appraisal. No, it was. No, in California, it's 10 million. It's 10 million? Okay. So you have to sell your house before it gets up there, Dave. Yeah, I'll have to. uh, That'll be the. Suffer the consequences. Yeah. No so I think it was called following? the mansion tax or something like that. Right. Yeah, the mansion tax. I like that. Not to be confused with the Manson tax, which is a what you get if you kill people. Um, you know. So anyway, um, the astronauts—they're going back to the moon. They're going to be flying around the moon. They just announced four astronauts were tapped by NASA um, to do to get aboard the Artemis II rocket. Uh, three Americans and one Canadian, and their names are. Uh, Reed Weissman, Victor Glover, Christina Koch, and uh, Jeremy Hansen. So there you go. If you haven't been following that, isn't that fascinating that they could send, you know, I mean, it's been 50 years since we went back to the moon. And now they think they have found the reservoir up in the moon. They think that they might have found water. That means they can make fuel. That means they can make fuel. That's right. And that would make it easy for them. So that would mean that they would create a base up on the moon to shoot rockets off from the moon to go to Mars. And that would make the Mars trip more accessible. So that's pretty cool. It's still very intriguing that um, us humans rely, and I know they've got the technology down pretty darn good nowadays. And, um, but would you get in a, I still can't comprehend just getting in a uh, rocket and being sent to the moon where you're 150% reliant on technology. Uh, I still think it's enormously an amazing, you know, I must have nerves of steel. That's all I can say. 
Yeah. Well, just imagine having a rocket strapped to your ass. I mean, that's basically what it's like. You know, it's like you're... There's you know? actually more computer power right here than there was in the Apollo hey. module. By even, even the space shuttle wasn't... The space shuttle used, because of a contract issue with McDonnell Douglas, uh, they, NASA was not able to retrofit or upgrade the shuttle's electronics. And so to get around that, they had ports for laptops. So as technology evolved, the astronauts would actually bring a laptop on of a current generation. And that's the way they updated the computer power of the shuttle. But the, the shuttle itself basically ran on an early version of DOS. And it, it wasn't even a Windows or a interactive environment like that. Are you talking about the shuttle or the space station? Well, the, the well Skylab, of course, but the, the, sh the shuttle... Uh, the space station has evolved, but the shuttle itself had very primitive computers by even standards of the 90s. Now, does the space needle communicate with the space shuttle? <laughs> Depends yeah. on the foil hat you're wearing. Uh, that's it. The kind of hat we're wearing, I, 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 have, a, I have a collection of tinfoil hats that I wear. I wonder how that came about. Anyway, also, so you're speaking about mobile phones. So now it's there's an anniversary of mobile phones. I don't remember exactly. I think it's 50 years when the mobile phone just came out. But now our brains have changed because of mobile phones. Um, listen to this. There's an article that I just read in, I believe it's in the BBC. And it, it's really fascinating. It's, it's how cell phones have changed our, our brains. And did you know that the average person surveyed um, checks their phone 344 times a day? That's once every four minutes. And the average person now spends almost three hours a day on their device in total. I find that fascinating and easy to believe because our phones have everything you know they're, they're no longer they're no longer about just making a phone call they're about checking the news messages you know uh all these different apps that we have that do various things like for example i use maps on my phone so when i get in my car i don't even i don't i don't have a, a brain in the car anymore that uses uh, i don't use that anymore the uh, navigation system in the car i use my cell phone for that it's much more effective and it's portable and I take it with me and and I I'm controlling my lights with that and I control I mean it, I watch TV on it I I'm spending probably a lot more than 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 that on my phone what about you guys hey, don't forget you use a camera camera's a big part oh yeah camera that's right yeah I never you know it's one of my pet peeves it's one of my pet peeves, one of my biggest pet peeves is the fact that whenever they advertise cell phones, they never advertise the quality of the telephone call. Never. You know, and I don't understand that. Why wouldn't anyone ever say, wow, you get the best reception with our cell phone. And you get this and you get that, but they never say that you can't even find the specs of a cell phone, you know, about what about how good the cell phone is and nobody ever talks about it. Maybe that's up to the, um, the network itself. So yeah, even wouldn't that be that, dependent on the carrier. Yeah, you know, but yeah, the, sorry, I think yeah. the best thing that's ever come out of the cell phone is the fact that it drops calls so frequently. You know, I mean, and now you're saying, well, how is that good? 
How could you possibly think that's good? And I could tell you. So now if I'm talking to somebody that I don't really want to be talking to, I just hang up on him. And then and when I do feel like talking to him again, I said, man, I just had I was just in a bad reception area. <laughs> Lost you in the canyon. <laughs> Lost you in the canyon. Yes. Lost you in the canyon. You know, Dan, I've never, I've never seen a mobile phone. Everyone I've seen always sits still. Oh, groan. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Thank you very much for that, Wayne. Bringing the show right down. Uh, that's what I like. Um, when you're in the car, it's mobile. We reverted yes, to dad jokes. <laughs> well, both actually, well, you and the phone are stationary. It's the car that's moving. Now, the other question about that youth time, how many times you look at it, would that have a dependent on if the person wears a watch or not? Well, the person with a watch, you wouldn't look at the phone quite as much as someone who doesn't wear a watch. Well, here's the, yeah, a lot of people don't a lot of people don't wear a watch anymore because they use their phone to tell the time. I find that, you know, very cumbersome and hard to do. But what I what what I found now is that I have the Apple Watch, and of course the Apple Watch connects to the Apple phone. Uh, connected to the shin bone, uh, connected to, you know, uh, but anyway, no, the Apple watch, so I can answer the phone on my watch. I could, I can use a lot of the features. I, the, the watch has a remote control to control the camera. I mean, uh, I could record into my watch. Uh, I, if, if I hear something on the radio that I want to, uh, I want to know what it is. My watch will tell me what's, what's playing around me. Uh, my watch could control the music on my phone. Um, the smartwatches are the thing that I use it the most for of all, all the things is I'm constantly monitoring my health. So if I exercise or I sleep at night, I want I monitor my sleep at night. I've never been able to monitor my sleep the way I have right now using a, using a smartwatch. And the Apple Watch is pretty amazing. And eventually they're going to be able to tell blood pressure as well as glucose levels in your blood. And that's going to be a game changer. So I have uh, uh, Amazon Prime and my watch uh, in my car, I have a, a uh, Echo Auto. So I can talk through my phone to Amazon and say, uh, you know, Alexa, play this, Alexa, play that. So I'm driving I home. Alexa, off. Alexa, off. Yeah, you're supposed to say the A-Lady. Yeah, the A-Lady. So I had Charo in the car. I was driving her to the to the airport, and she doesn't know. She's not very technical. So I said, uh, "Hey, lady, who is Charo?" And she started going through, you know, her full Spanish name and the whole deal, and it was amazing. And I use it all the time. I use it for uh, listening to um, CNN in the car. It's great. I love that thing. Yeah, it really is. And it's really a good design. The Echo Mobile is really an excellent design. Yeah, they they I mean, really they've they've outdone themselves on that. Yeah, it's, it's great. If yeah. you haven't seen it, go Google it and uh, go look at it. If you if you have Amazon Prime, it really is a, a, an amazing, amazing device to have in your in your in your car. It's so it's so sleek and space like it's got like eight different microphones and uh, it, it, it's really amazing. 
great technology, just great, great yeah. piece of kit, great piece of kit. So anyway, um, I got a few more things I wanted to talk about, but really in general, it's pretty amazing that uh, this week, NATO just uh, let Finland, Turkey had voted them in. And now, now Finland is part of the, uh, of NATO. And that basically doubled the border uh, of uh, NATO to Russia. And now it's, I mean, it's crazy what's going on over there. And now basically the, the almost, uh, almost Russia's far Eastern border is now completely uh, connected against NATO which is uh, not what Vladimir Putin had in mind when he um, decided to uh, go to war with uh, Ukraine. So just a piece of world news for you guys, in case you're not following it. Um, anyway, last story I wanna talk about is artificial intelligence. There are now people coming up right now that basically say that uh, artificial intelligence should be put on pause for a little while because it's developing so fast that they don't know what the outcome could come of um, the artificial intelligence and uh, GPT-4. Any comments on that? <laughs> well, let's ask, let's ask Google because that's artificial intelligence. That, let's ask Bard what they think about that or um, uh, proximity. Uh, by the way, it is pretty impressive right now what's going on out there with artificial intelligence. I love it. I use this program called Grammarly. It's basically a free program from the way I use it, but it connects with Gmail and it helps you correct your grammar and catches all your spelling mistakes. Pretty, it's very, very effective. Very, very effective. So if you if you if you if you use Gmail, uh, there's a, uh, um, a a plugin called Grammarly that you should check out because it definitely helps you in, in a lot of ways. But because a lot of my emails are technically oriented, Grammarly is not really the best for that because it doesn't understand what a road case is or when I uh, you know when I describe a Ravage and a PM7 that or PM10 or uh, a speaker system, it doesn't get it. So it says, oh, you know, you know, that's not correct. And I say, yes, it is, you know, so anyway. When you get mad, does it uh, change everything? So people think you're talking about ducks? No, uh, what it does basically, it just highlights the words and then you change it if you, if you feel that it's necessary. It just puts a red line under the word and then you, you click on the red line and it gives you its comments of what it thinks it should be. And then you either accept it or don't accept it. Usually it's really good. I mean, usually it, it, it really uh, rewrites the sentence in such a way that it makes more sense than, than I wrote it, but it, it takes away from me my phrasing and who I am as a person. So a lot of times I won't listen to it. I'll just, I'd just rather it be me, you know? Um, and then the other thing is, of course, I don't know if you guys use Twitter or not. We use Twitter on, on our website so that when we pay, post a listing, it's really a cool op opportunity where we post a listing and it, we post it to Twitter and then it appears on the top of our web page. And of course, it's also out in social media. It's a really cool way to do that. But we never, we never got a check mark because we weren't famous enough. And now Elon Musk wants to charge like a thousand bucks a month 
for news organizations to get a check mark and they're all rejecting the Times says no way are we going to do this you know uh the uh, the los angeles times the washington post political buzzfeed they all they all said they're not going to do it so i have a feeling elon is in a little bit of trouble over there at twitter any comments well he already declared that uh, twitter is worth 20 million 20 billion dollars and wrote off like 20 billion dollars right away because he bought it for 40 right or 44 44 i believe but i'm if he keeps running it the way he's running it I'm convinced he's going to run it right into the ground. Uh, yep. You know, anyway. Now, right. the other question about AI is it's become an issue in schools, like in high schools and in college, uh, AI writing papers and the kids don't, don't have to do anything, don't have to learn it. Well, here's the reality of it. They, they're going to have now, I mean, the, the, there is a way to tell whether it's been, you know, there's Metacode into, in, put into it. So if, I guess if they print it out and hand it in, there's really no way to tell. But I don't know if they're printing things out these days. I think they're just submitting it electronically. And if it is, there'll, there'll be a tool for teachers to see whether or not they've used uh, artificial intelligence to create it. So... I used anyway, to that's what that's back the bus on the way to school in the morning. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the buses have uh, Wi Fi. I mean, really, you know, that's what it comes down to. Do you remember the movie Wally, the cartoon? Yeah, so, and the, the people from Earth left Earth because it was so polluted. And Wally's job was to find the first plant that regenerated itself and then send word to the humans to come back to Earth, right? So they're all living for hundreds of years in this spaceship and there's no walking around. So they lose the ability to walk. And pretty soon they'll lose the ability to think because of AI. Well, one of the things I worry about is Skynet. For those people who, uh, who are not familiar with the Terminator, Skynet was what ended up causing the world wars that they're on the planet they're living on, so. I hope it doesn't happen with us. And uh, I, I basically would think that that, that would be a bad thing. <laughs> that would be a bad thing. Anyway, those are all the topics that I had for today. Anybody have anything that they want to talk about? Well, there's obviously a significant lack of organic intelligence these days. So maybe it's time to give AI a, choice, a chance. Yeah. Well, once again, I quote Mark Twain, it's better to keep your mouth shut and appear to be stupid than open it up and remove all doubts. You know, that's, uh, that's Mark Twain for you. And I believe that to be true. I now have that on my signature. So if you get an email from me, uh, you'll see that. Um, you know, look, we're all in, we're all in this, you know, in, everyone in this room is in this business of uh, amplifying the healing power of music, to quote Dirk Schubert. And uh, so we do a good thing. We provide a good service. And it's a wonderful thing when you go out and listen to music. And it, it's, just, um, it's just the most relaxing and refreshing and stimulating service that there is. I mean, you know, it, it brings you back to a place in your mind of a happy time. And that's what music does. And I'm really thankful that I'm able to be in the peripheries of, of this business and have been in it for so long. And, uh, you know, you guys create, you know, you create magic every, every night, you create magic. So I thank you for what you do and uh, keep going, keep doing it. So anyway, 
Who wants to say something else before we say goodbye to those people who have been uh, listening to the show online? I hope everyone has a great Easter and um, safe and we chug along next week and you can eat a few Easter eggs. So happy Easter to everyone. That's a very nice sentiment. Very, very nice. Well, this has been the 150th episode and we'll be back next week for 151. After that, we'll see what happens. We'll go to 152. It's like, you know, like, like, uh, you know, like the 12 step program, you know, you put one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, you know, uh, and that's what we're going to do from now on one step at a time. I love doing this. I love waking up really early in the morning, having to put on a shirt, no pants, but you can't tell because you can only get from here. I'm not going to stand up. <laughs> Uh, Dave, any any closing comments for you? Uh, I saw a quote. Thank the, you. I saw a quote the other day. I thought it was kind of interesting. It was in a TV show, so it was dialogue. But it said, there are no surprises, just lack of forethought. And I said, that could be pretty true. So there you go. That's another- well, that gives me something to think about. Ken, anything you want to say? I'm good. That's it. And with that, Kurt? Uh, Start advancing your shows earlier. That's right. Well, there you go. We've had, we've, 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 we've heard that. And now we have to live up to that. We, we must advance our shows earlier enough. The early, the more, you know, the more prepared you are, uh, the better it is. You know, what do they say? Luck is when opportunity meets preparedness. So if you're prepared, you get lucky, you know, well, we so when the opportunity comes along. We are full of sayings today. Yes, 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 yes. I, I have I have others, but I need to save them for next week. Otherwise, uh, I might run out of something to say. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find this show on all of your favorite media platforms. Uh, barring none. So, uh, you know, and if you like the show, click, give it a thumbs up. If you didn't like it, still give it a thumbs up and subscribe and follow us on YouTube. That's, uh, that's where I'd like you mostly to, to, uh, to find us, but we're on Facebook and we're on YouTube and we're on uh, LinkedIn and we're on Spotify and we're Apple music and you name it. We're, we're everywhere. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Just remember everything you heard today is an opinion. So do your own research. And with that, I'll leave you with you make it happen. Have a great week, be successful and stay healthy and have a happy Easter. Have you have Passover and we'll see you again next week. Same time, same place, uh, right here online. So with that, bye everybody. See ya. Bye. And we are off the air.